the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We have heard as the Church has appointed the life of St. Mary of Egypt. We've read and heard again part of the canon of St. Andrew of Crete. And at the beginning of the life, the author tells us that we need to trust him and believe all the fantastic things. By fantastic, I don't mean that they didn't happen. They're just fantastic. They're marvelous. They're beyond what we normally experience. And that is probably where most people trip up with the life of St. Mary. But I think there's something even more fundamental beyond questioning whether or not certain particularities of the story happened or not. And that is a general kind of disbelief that there can be that kind of holiness, that there can be someone like Mary of Egypt who would go out into the desert for 17 years, who to anybody in our society, they would be a little um, crazy, that they would seek that kind of repentance uh, for their sins. You know, it's uh, all of us, I think, uh, well, I know all of us here, we've got it here right now, are aware of our sins. We're aware, especially probably of the youths, uh, our sins from our youth. We even have the hymn that we sing at Vigil, you know, from my youth up, many passions have warred against me. And... Mary, of course, has quite a story of profligacy, of, of sin. And maybe we can, in our own ways, relate to Mary. But what and why the church puts before us is not uh, the stories of her sensuality, but the story of her retreat into the desert of the way God intervened into her life and how the Theotokos, especially as we heard again in the life, became her, as this translation put it, her guarantor, the one whom she made this promise and the one who protected her. May we be convicted, especially as Lent, we have a nice ramp up, we have some energy, maybe something falters a little bit, and maybe we pick ourselves back up, or maybe we had a little ramp up, maybe we started in the pits. Somewhere along the line, uh, even if Lent never really got off the ground for us, the church puts before us this example of, uh, and you have to think about this at the time this is written. Now this is read by monks, right? It's in the monasteries, and... You have a woman who in their world, in their mind, of course, you know, was a little bit less than them. A woman has completely outstripped all of them. A monk for years and years and years who has thought he's beyond and he doesn't really know what else to do. And he's put into the desert and he's wandering. He believes he's following God and he encounters Mary. So we ourselves have encountered Mary. Let us renew our belief uh, in the works of God, in the ability of God, as we heard uh, in the prayer of Manasseh, to work within us, to show us uh, that he is a 
God repentance and that he is going to work out his salvation in us and that we can, by the power of the Holy Spirit, actually, uh, I wouldn't say achieve holiness, but be given the gift of holiness. Not just for our sake and for our salvation, but for those that come into our presence, those that maybe, as we hear of the life of St. Mary, who in her hiddenness, God revealed for the sake of not only St. Zosimus, but for all of us, edification. And the other thing that struck me so much about this particular reading, and I've already mentioned, is the particular devotion to the Theotokos. The uh, icon still of the Theotokos still stands outside the gate uh, there in Jerusalem. And it is uh, before her that in seeking her, the power of her prayers, as we heard right at the end of the prayers to the mother of God, that she protects us, that she stands as a guarantor before our God. So let us especially, as the fast begins to recede and we start turning towards uh, the kind of pre-feast of Lazarus, uh, the confirmation of the resurrection, the universal resurrection, and then the glorious entry of our Lord. Let us uh, keep in mind Mary of Egypt to give us just a little bit more of a push to in- intensify our prayers, to uh, increase our struggle to find God and Him present in all things. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Amen.